Welcome to the Rising Through Grief podcast. I am your host, Nicole Rentschler. This show is for you with the hopes that it helps provide you with the tools to heal from the loss of a loved one. As we all know, healing from loss is never a completed process. It takes time to heal from such a life-altering event. Death is something that is completely unavoidable, as life is so unpredictable for each and every one of us. I hope for you to find comfort in hearing these many stories and healing journeys from people who have processed grief as so many of us have. We will all process grief differently. Grief is something that never goes away. It lessens and transforms over time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of the Rising Through Grief podcast. Today's episode is a little bit off the cuff. Um, I just felt called to record this episode today. Um, So what I'm going to be talking about today is a very sensitive subject that affects a lot of us. I'm going to be talking about suicide. So when I interviewed someone yesterday, um, the episode is up if anyone wants to listen. Um, Her name is Shalane. And she went through a tragic situation where she lost her husband and he committed suicide and she came home to find him. So when I was talking to her, I got to thinking about it. And this was before we started recording. So I've been suicidal in my life. Um, I did do an episode about that that I need to edit and re-record but I think that the reason I've taken so long to do that is because of maybe not wanting to talk about what happened again I'm not sure if that's what's coming up for me or not but it's a possibility um so I'm going to talk about it today so when I was suicidal when I was probably 21, 22, um, I had gone through a tragic tragic situation where I was pushed into having an abortion. And I wanted to have the baby. And it was a big deal to me. And I felt very, very alone in the world and thought about all the things I could do to take myself off of this planet. Um And I wasn't extremely aware of myself, of who I was, or much of that at all. Um, I was very lonely and didn't really truly connect with anyone yet in my life. As far as like in my adult life, um, I just, I was lost. I was very lost after that relationship. So there was one thing. And I don't know if this is just unique to me or if it happens to a lot of people, but I thought about the people I would be leaving behind and how they would feel. And I feel like that is part of what kept me very anchored here. Aside from um, I, I did adopt a dog around that time to kind of process my feelings. Um, But that was big for me, that one part where I thought about how people would feel for me to commit suicide and not be here anymore. And I started thinking about how I would feel about me not being here anymore, because 
I feel like that's a very important thing to anchor in when we're we have these thoughts is how is this going to affect everything? We may not feel like we are that big of a deal in this world of so many people, right? But that's not the case. Like we deeply impact the people that are around us and us leaving is going to hurt so many people. Like sometimes in these states where we feel like we just don't want to be here, we can think that maybe no one would miss us. Maybe people would be happy that we're gone, but that is absolutely not the case. I have been through suicides with friends that have really deeply impacted me. And I always thought like, if only they knew how much they meant to me, like if only they knew what would it have kept them here? You know, and I want you to think about this. If you ever go through this yourself, there's someone here, maybe a lot of people actually that really care about you and love you so much. And all these people are here, you know, for us to seek help through, you know, I I think that we don't think about how many people would be here for us if we told them that we were thinking about committing suicide. But you have to understand, like, if you're in this state and you really feel like life would be better without you, so many people are going to be hurt. So many people you leave behind are just going to be completely devastated. And sometimes people cannot recover from losing a friend to suicide. It's so incredibly hard. It puts people on a whole different trajectory. So it's not only important for you to seek help for yourself, but to also seek help because there's people who truly love you and don't want to lose you. And I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I don't know how many of us think about that when we're feeling depressed. Um, these, These times that we go through that are so extremely hard are only a blip in our lives. And I don't think that when we are in that state, we think about how life could rapidly change for us and become so much better. I really would like everyone to think about that. Like, think about times in your life that have been hard. We've never stayed in that in that spot. You know, I've seen so many people go through waves in life where it goes from like really hard times you know, and it's just like a wave, like hard times, great times, hard times, great times, hard times, great times. This happens to every single one of us. You are not alone in any way, shape or form. There's always people out there that will care. You just got to find those people. If you don't feel like people care about you in your general vicinity, there's someone out there that's going to give you that love and care. Um, there's so many people out there that have such a big heart for people being in this space because, you know, thinking about all my friends, I don't think that many of us have not been in that position of being so almost desperately sad that we don't know what to do with ourselves. There are people out there who have risen from the ashes and are living their absolute best lives and they've never, you know, (laughs) lost a beat since then um, or missed a beat rather. there's unlimited possibilities in this life. Um, Times do get hard. Do not get me wrong. I totally understand that. But of all the hard times I have had in my life, I have always risen above. And there have always been amazing people that maybe I didn't even expect to be there for me in my path. You know, just take saying the right words and 
looking for those beautiful golden gems of people that are out there in this world. So I'm not going to make this a super long podcast, but I just wanted to put that out there that we, you know, humanity, we are all in so many ways, like the deep roots of ourselves are very much the same. You know, I know that it seems like there's so much separation between us and other people, but there truly is not, you know, we're made of the same stuff. I know it's, it's so tough sometimes and it, it feels like otherwise, but there is genuine beauty out there for all of us to wrap ourselves in. So um, I'm going to leave it at that and send this out into the world and hope that it helps someone. Um, again, I say this a lot in my podcasts, um, especially in the description, just in case um, there are many beautiful people who work for Uh, the suicide hotline. And if you ever need to get in touch with any of them, I'm going to put this information in the description of this episode. Um, But the number to call in the United States is 988. If you need to look up the number for wherever you are, if you're not in the United States, just use the internet and search the suicide hotline for your area and you should be able to find a number. But 988 will get you help in the United States. Um, Please reach out if you're feeling like you don't want to be here anymore, reach out to someone and seek that help. Um, I don't think you will regret it as soon as you get past this dip in your life. And so many beautiful things are on the other side of this, this sadness, I promise you. All right, everyone. Um, sorry for the very heavy topic. I just feel like it really needs to be discussed Um, anyway, if anyone wants to check out Shalane's episode, it's really great. She does share what she went through, how she was able to move through the worst of the healing. Um, she has amazing resources that she used that many people I don't think think about. Um, and the thing that stood out to me the most during my interview with her was keeping that sense of normalcy in her life, how people were able to hold that space for her and make life you know, even though this big thing was going on over here, they were able to provide that space for her to feel normal as well. So there is definitely a balance with grief that we need to hold space for the normal stuff and the heavy stuff that we're going through. And even with these situations where we lose someone to suicide or sudden death or what have you, there's help for all of us. Okay. Um, There's people here who will hold that space for us and give us the love we need. And um, if we ask, if we ask our friends, hey, is there any way that you can hold hold a normal space for me to be in? That way I'm not just in my grief. I think it would just help people so much because on the other side of people who are grieving are people who don't really understand. Like not all of us have lost someone in our lives. Not all of us know what that pain feels like or what that process feels like. And really on our journeys to healing, a lot of our journeys are so very different just to keep that in mind. So I'm going to do more podcasts on things like this just to kind of open people's minds up to like what people are going through. And the reason why I ask in all my podcasts, like what that healing journey was and what helped them the most when they were going through their healing journey. I mean, healing journeys do not end, guys. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like the bulk of the healing journey, the very beginning, those first so many months are so extremely hard for people. Um, 
reach out to them, see what they need, what would help you, how can I help you move through this? Um, when my dear friend was going through the loss of both of her parents, who I, I also interviewed her in an early er, earlier episode, you know, she had a very close friend who seriously just wouldn't let her stay in that grief and wanted, I mean, not not necessarily didn't let her stay in that grief, but really held that space for her to just release her grief. You know, she was there for her in ways that no one even expects people to be. Um, but she almost had to, and I don't want to say force, but she had to push herself into that position to help her because it wasn't being asked of her. So sometimes with some people, if they're in such deep grief, maybe even um, if you're close enough to them to be able to do this, insert yourself into that position of um, holding space for them, holding a deep space for them and making sure they know that they have people there for them. If I would have known differently when she was going through this, I would have done something differently. I would have held space for her in a different way. Um, I was just thinking she's not asking for help. I don't know what to do. It's so hard on both sides. It's really hard for the person grieving. It's really hard for the people who don't understand what they're going through. So I'm hoping to make more episodes covering that so I can give everyone all these ideas of what we can do for people who are going through immense grief and kind of give you the perspective of like what that person is going through too. So you can kind of navigate a situation that someone in your life is going through. So I'm going to leave it at that tonight. Um, I deeply care about all of you. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Um, I hope it's helpful. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great rest of your day and I will talk to you on the next episode.